Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. This is level 289. I am Big L, and with me is the man, the moose, the legend, Kush Moose. Well, hello there. And down below, we have the man with the hat. Surprised he's not rocking a 49ers jersey, but it is Wild West. What's going on? No, not going to jinx anything yet, so. Oh, come on. I know you got, like, uh, you know, Terrell Owens jersey or like. No. I bought one the last time they went to the Super Bowl. Well, not the last time, I guess. The time when they played the Ravens. I bought a Patrick Willis jersey. That's the last one I have. You went to the Super Bowl? I think, well, like the last time they went to the Super Bowl. Oh, they went to the Super Bowl. Or I guess not they, not the last time, but the time before. He's not actually a football player, Al. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen, I don't know, have you seen those sidelines? Just about anybody can go on, on the field. Yeah. <laughs> it's really just, just kind of walk on. Just anybody can be there. It doesn't matter. Haven't you seen, there's a video of a guy that kind of looks like a uh, Golden State Warriors player, and he just went right into the, onto the court and was shooting. Uh, shooting basketballs and everything, and then they kicked him out after they realized. <laughs> but I don't know. Is that Chris Weber or is that a fan? Yeah, I think that's the last warrior I know. Like Chris Mullen. Yeah, I don't know. I know '90s people. I was going to ask, are we still an achievement podcast or? No, we got to. We have to have like a <laughs> 45 minutes of Super Bowl food. And then another oh, 45 true. minutes that's about um, yep. Taylor Swift. We haven't talked about Super Bowl um, deviled eggs yet. I mean, that is still. All right. Our question of the week. There we go. Um... <laughs> Favorite Super Bowl snacks. No, no, no. It's yes. Chicken wings or bust. That's pizza. P- what? Pizza and wings and soda. I was all about that. Chicken. Like a- that's a normal Friday. Chili. I don't know if I've ever had chili for Super Bowl or seen that. Really? All right. Fog in chat says bacon and cheese tater skins. So what is that? You just eat the skins of a potato? What about the good part? Have you honestly never, never just... had tater skins? Yeah. I don't I don't do you, so. yeah. Really? Is Those that like pretty... something they serve at... Uh... Yeah, Apple TGI Chili's, TGI Fridays. Yeah. Oh, the other one, <laughs> Outback Steakhouse. That's what I'm thinking of. No, that's uh, the Outback Bloomin' Onion. Bloomin' uh, Onion. Don't think they do it at Outback. But like Buffalo no, Wild Wings. Remember those onion. chips that were called Tato Skins or whatever they were? I, I I need to get some of that this year, just for you guys. And then report back. Yeah, I'll report back. And the best thing about the Super Bowl, of course, is Super Bowl pools, where you can throw money in the garbage or get $1,000. So you never know which one you're going to get. Good times. And I'm not talking about a swimming pool, Koosh. I'm talking about um, gambling, which is, of course, illegal. So back to the question of the week. Who came up with this question? Koosh Moss. Well, it depends on if people like it or not. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, Kush is spreading rumors that like years of war is coming to PlayStation and stuff like that. So I think he's going to ask the question. 
I don't think it's me that's spreading those rumors, but <laughs> I, I will read the question. I think, I think it was you. <laughs> still read this question. Speaking of exclusives that we won't comment on until after Microsoft's announcement next week, what long dormant exclusives on any system do you think are ready for a revival? What needs to be done to modernize them? X the Hero uh, sends in a book, and it goes like this. All right, let's read My the book. My brother and I just had this conversation last weekend. I think that's a lie. So here's a rundown of our top five <laughs> in no order, other than how I remember them. Number five, Bloody Roar, a fighting game series where your character would transform into an animal during combat, which effectively gave each character two movesets. It made rounds fun and required a lot of skill. Exclamation. Last game was 2003, so it's probably dead dead. Uh, for number four, Chrono. Square had such a cool idea with Trigger and Cross. So Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross was not following my oh. my staggered speech. Excellent RPGs oh. with time travel mechanics done well and excellent stories. Hopefully the Chrono Cross remaster means it's on their radar. That could be. Um, Except three. Chrono Cross is trash, but that's okay. Go ahead. You, you think it's trash, really? I, I guess I, I didn't trigger. I played trigger. Play trigger, yes. I haven't played cross, so I can't. I can't speak to that. There's a reason you haven't. <laughs> yeah, I have a kid, and I have a bajillion other games to play. I don't play RPGs. You yourself would get very cross if you played it and thought it would be. Would I now? Here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it and I would get triggered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> they switch genres. Uh, number three, <laughs> yes. Golden Sun. Quite possibly the best handheld RPGs ever made. I replayed them back in, I think, 2016, and they still hold up exceptionally well. Story, with no spoilers, really makes you question whether or not you're the good guys. Last game was 2010, but many of the characters are featured in Smash Brothers Ultimate, so somebody has the series on their mind. Number two. Uh, I like this one. Star Fox. There was one released for the Wii U in 2016, but nobody bought that. But it was basically just a remake a Star Fox 64 with forced motion controls. Uh, the last new game in the series was Star Fox Assault back in 2005. I didn't know that. Just add some modernized flight controls that use a controller, and the new game will be perfect. I agree. That was a fun game. And uh, number one, uh, would you believe it? It's another RPG, Dark Cloud. Cool little Ooh. hack and slash action RPG with some basic survival elements and a city-building subplot. It had a lot going on, but all the systems were handled well, and it was a lot of fun. I haven't played the series since the sequel in 2002, but I'm going to assume the controls are probably very dated. Like a modern-day remake would be awesome. Minecraft plus Devil May Cry? Yes, please. Huh. Oh, no crafting. Come on. You mentioned Devil May Cry, so I, I'm kind of interested. Uh, I didn't oh, realize the Dark Cloud was that action-y. It's not... I remember the cover. I mean, that was back when there were so few <laughs> games that came out. You could remember a game just by the cover, even if you hadn't played it. Um, I only played the first one. It was very, very good. Okay. I actually played the whole game, and it had a procedurally generated dungeon, so it wasn't the same every time. And you went in, and you know you were going to find this many treasures and this many things, and then you would go on to the next thing. I don't remember the combat at all, though. Um... I'm sure it was great. Here's there was fishing. I, here's what I hate about like Nintendo and and all these old consoles that uh, didn't have achievements, and there's no website to track them, so I can't tell if I actually played these or just watched somebody play them when they're so far back. 
I'm just not sure. I definitely remember that guy. I that you bring up a great point, Nate. I always say that I use timestamps to remember what the hell I played. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so true. It's kind so of fun true. to go back and, and look at uh, your recent play history and your like way back play history just to see how that might have changed. Like back in the back in the day, it was like, oh, I'm playing this game and this game only. And it's like the whole thing. And then you go, of course, it's once you <laughs> once you start playing the RTDL, I'm sure it's just like Jackson Pollock up in there. Um, so my answer, uh, going back to, I, I was sticking to just Xbox. So classic VCR Xbox. Um, and, uh, I'm going to go with Buffy, the vampire slayer. Number one, what? I love tie-ins. Uh, number two, we need some more <laughs> willow. Um, wait, what again? never enough willow. And I think we need some more of that. Uh, so I, I would love game. to see. I'd love to see an updated that it could be the cartoon version. Cause right. They, they did the, uh, the comic book run after. So maybe they do, uh, you know, a cartoony kind of cell shaded, uh, Buffy the vampire slayer that, that follows that arc. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, just, you know, using modern sensibilities and whatever. Uh, and then of course, um, star Wars, Obi-Wan. I can't remember if I ever played this. I, I don't think I did, but I would, I would play, you and McGregor Star Wars Obi Wan from from you know just recently, uh, that would be cool. Uh, I want all the Star Wars, um, so I will play them all uh, if you just put them out. So yeah, so this wow. is my two. More Star Wars is okay. a bad thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we haven't had a Star Wars game in so long. It feels like forever. I know. Oh, dormant. <laughs> I mean, who could remember the last one we played? It's insane. Uh, <laughs> did anyone ever forces come out? I think it was last year. <laughs> I don't know. That was like last year was like 10 years ago. Um, huh. Did anyone here play Obi-Wan? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I did some of those like X-Wing versus TIE Fighters or Rogue Squadron on the 64. and Oh, yeah. Dark, or Dark Forces. I did that one too. A crappy game. Oh, I did see uh, some. I did see something on Facebook today. Uh, some uh, there's a pierogi store called Obi Wan Pierogi, so I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> like, what's the flavors that they have? <laughs> I don't know. It's you got to visit it now. Around. Report back. Each one has yeah. a beard hair somewhere in there, or <laughs> you you need a teleporter to get it. You're trying to upset Peru. Star Trek sucks. So Carpe Adam in the chat would like a current gen version of RC Pro-Am. Not a remake, but a reboot of the franchise with completely redesigned tracks and cars, new power-ups. You know, are remote control cars even a thing anymore? Like back in the day, that used to be a fun present to get. Now, is that a thing? I got, uh, I got my daughter a RC uh, Raphael uh, skateboard thing for Christmas. And I'll be right over. That sounds amazing. <laughs> she loves it. Can Elle be your daughter? <laughs> Can I be your daughter? She even got see. the right even got the right turtle. Charging. What does it do? Uh so it has a little uh side that you has a remote control and you just kind of turn it and then you can 
Uh, I don't know. I'll get it later and you can see it. Oh, you could try it on for size. Hey, <laughs> horrible joke. Remember the uh, the cars where the claws would come out of the, the wheels? Oh, yeah. That's those terrifying. Oh, they still make No. Them. No, but I do remember that Chesno answered... Since you complained I didn't say a fighting game last week, I had to think about it for a while to come up with a fighting game that still is receiving regular games. As such, I have chosen Clay Fighter. Clay Fighter, Clay Clay Fighter. Great game. The last game of the franchise was an N64 Blockbuster exclusive. That one sucked. In order to modernize it, clip the clay, but for gameplay, make it good. Since the original gameplay was similar to Killer Instinct, just copy the remake on Xbox. Now, I remember Clay Fighter on Super Nintendo was just, it was kind of slow and clunky, but the graphics were great. It was all Claymation characters. I remember, of course, the Frosted Snowman character, and there was Blue Suede Goo, the Elvis character, which is just amazing. I remember for the characters more than the uh, gameplay. And I'm pretty sure there's a version that's worth like hundreds of dollars also. I'm sure someone will come up and with that answer and tell me which one it is. Maybe a tournament edition or special blockbuster edition. But if they made it now, it would be all like CGI-ified, and I don't know if it would be have that same charm. Are you familiar with Clay Fighter? Uh, absolutely. I'm not familiar yeah. with the blockbuster edition, though. Yeah, look it up. I think it's like $300 or $500. or Because they would send that version to... Um, they sent that version to every store, and then they had a Clay Fighter tournament. So then God knows what happened to the actual games themselves. I, they they must be rare. Well, there's a sculptor's cut for $16,000. So Yeah, those that. prices are ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> 300 like I said. <laughs> yeah, there's one for $2,000. Yeah, I assume that is that sealed. It's the sculptor's cut, is what it says. The sixteen thousand dollar one. That must be sealed. Uh, it is sealed. Yes. Yeah. It's graded as six. It's not even graded that well. Just the Unless... box is a hundred dollars. Thirty-three and a third. That was that was another one of the games. Maybe. Like Naked Gun. Yeah, the sculptor's cut looks yeah. I don't know if and they I assume you have like than, uh, you probably have three or four of them sitting around. That's my well, guess. Considering I don't really know much about the game, no, I don't. I would spend my money elsewhere. You put a coffee on top of them and just you know <laughs> use it as a coaster. Yeah, there you go. All right, good answer, Chesno. Philip Wendell says what we were all thinking, but didn't want to say because we're going to cry. A revival of one versus 100 would be fun, but also like another brutal legend, though. I'm not sure that was an exclusive. And on behalf of the olds here, I'll say a reboot of the Commodore games, Seven Cities of Gold or Heart of Africa, though those games likely wouldn't be politically correct these days. <laughs> no, probably not. I don't remember those games, honestly. I do remember like winter games and summer games. I didn't play much Commodore 64. I wish I did. But I bet I know someone who did. Wild West. I asked Koosh what he played. 
<laughs> I didn't have a Commodore. So what? Yeah, I didn't have a Commodore. We were Apple too. Oh yeah. My first PC was when I got out of my first uh, Windows was when I got out of college. Everything until then was Apple II's or Macs. Oh Which was the one that was the blue screen? That was Commodore, right? Comma eight, comma one, or something like that. Yes, Al. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah. So anyway, one versus one hundred was amazing. I don't see why they can't get that going today. If they had the technology on the three hundred and sixty, I'm sure they have it now. All you need is a hundred people or hundred one people. I'm sure Everyone people would do that. Phones. Yeah, and I can yeah. go on your phone. Yeah, use the power of Kong. We don't need achievements. That one we'd play for fun, I think. Maybe. Yeah, they did. They did, used to have a game like that, uh, that you do trivia and stuff like that, and then it fell out because of paying. You know, obviously you got to pay people. Lost funding and whatnot. And then uh, Philip also said Brutal Legend. And... You'd have to get Jack Black back for one, right? And he's probably bigger now than he was. Oh, my God, 2009? Ugh. Old. Is Double Fine still making games? I can't remember anything recently. Must be forgetting something, but... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What am I forgetting? Oh, Psychonauts 2? Thank you. Um. Yeah. Mary Berry till February says they need to bring back Jet Force Gemini. Flying through the galaxy, killing bugs would be an easy slam dunk for me. Just improve the controls, please. Isn't that the game that everyone hates on Rare Replay? Probably because of the controls. Yeah. Oh. I thought they... I want to say they... uh patched it at some point to have better controls. But I think that one is difficult, so people don't like it. And lastly, Michelle, aka Matrark, or Matrark, said Eternal Darkness. That game was so good. The effects of a depleted sanity meter were very memorable. Unfortunately, I think the game is locked up in ownership limbo, so no more no more will come of it, but I'd love to see another one at some point. I'm sure a lot needs to be done to modernize it since it's just crystallized as awesome in my memory. Updated graphics and audio effects at a base to really heighten the psychological tension, for example. Can't be too certain as I haven't played it in a long time. And that one comes up as a classic GameCube game, I believe. So that sounds that sounds good. Uh, I have a ton of answers, actually. Long, dormant series. Uh, the first that come to mind are uh, ones that I'm surprised no one has said as a joke, which, of course, are uh, Half-Life, Left for Dead, and Portal. <laughs> you know, those games. The uh, Valve can't count to three joke. Mm-hmm comes into play i don't know why i especially would love portal that's the bestest 
by far. And two was amazing. Play it, Nate. But they should really come out with all of those. Even Half-Life, and that wasn't my favorite, but it was definitely revolutionary at the time. Uh, what else did I come up with? I came up with Earthbound, a.k.a. Mother Series. That's been dormant for almost two decades. I'm shocked and surprised. Um, Metroid Prime, you know, are, are we going to get a Metroid Prime 4? Are we Nintendo? <laughs> we might get another logo. We're lucky. You're just going to get logos uh, for the rest of your I life. Mean, That's it. <laughs> the third one came out in 2007. So I would say that's pretty long dormant. Guys, it took a while, but we finally came up with the second prototype for the logo. We and scrapped the game, but we got a new logo. And if you We're want to start one over on, again, if you want one on Xbox, I will. T- I will say Rayman. We haven't had a Rayman in a while. That's a good one. That is a good one. But uh, if you like that style, we might have. Uh, it was a news item that came out. What was that? Valiant Hearts? Yes. Um, was a Netflix game and hopefully coming to Xbox. So I never can tell if these are rumors or if this is actually going to happen. I believe I that think- that rumor was based off of a ratings board thing. So something was submitted for ratings. So it, it's got a higher chance. Of, of being just a rumor. Our chance that it's not just a rumor, I should say. Yeah. I tend to take these things with a grain of salt until I actually see it. But that'll be good. You'll you be soft. All right, Wild West, you are up. All right. Our uh, very own Chewy on Ice says it's an answer I've given before, but it's high time we got another Dino Crisis. Exo Primal was not the dinosaur game I was looking for. Something more like what they managed to achieve with the Resident Evil remakes, but with dinosaurs could be amazing. And I wholeheartedly agree to that. I love the Dino Crisis games growing up. I would love to see a new one in the series. Uh, Vulgar Latin says, let's pick some deeper cuts. I'd like to see an Eternal Champions remake or reboot. It was a series of cool 90s fighting games with a deep lore. All of the fighters died before their time and were fighting to change history. And he goes on to say, Golden Axe also needs some love. I know they tried a decade ago, but I think you can do more with the concept. And I loved uh, Golden Axe. I played that a ton growing up, so I would love to see some more. I think they someone had mentioned that they're making a new one. They showed a picture of it or I something. Think- so we'll see how yeah, that cut they- turns out. But I love I love Golden Axe growing yeah. up. Part of that remake, there are a whole bunch of remakes they're making, and Golden Axe is one of them, I believe. Yep. <clears throat> that was one of the few games my... Oh. I was going to say, well, that was one of the few games that my sisters actually... My sisters weren't big on video games, but they liked playing Golden Axe quite a bit, so we'd get get around and play that uh, and have some fun. So, um, I, of course, would love if they came out with a six-player online version a la Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. That would be cool. Yeah. Because yeah, we'll see how it is. Other is... characters would be like a dark dwarf, dark iron dwarf, 
Yeah. <laughs> they could they can make three new characters or just a palette swap. Doesn't matter. Yeah. They could have three new characters. Yeah, new ones would be better. Yeah, new ones. Uh, Ahizo goes on to say, number one, I have to reiterate what X said and go with Golden Sun. The first two are without a doubt my favorite handheld games of all time, and the second is one of my favorite RPGs in general. The last entry was in 2010 and wasn't well received because despite being a solid game in its own right, it didn't quite live up to the existing games. It replaced back backtracking for collectibles and new allies with multiple points of no return where you lost some of those things forever. It also ended on a major cliffhanger and multiple loose ends that were clearly intended to be followed up with a sequel, which sadly never came. Last month, the two Game Boy Advance games were added to Nintendo Switch online subscriptions, and I've noticed a lot of renewed interest. I can only hope it leads to a new release, or at least a remaster of the original two, or even three, to test the waters like Crash Bandicoot did. Didn't that one have like a mechanic on the Game Boy where it was easier during the day and harder at night? Is that the game I'm thinking? <laughs> like when the sun no. is out? Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Golden I, sun. I, <laughs> I never heard that before. I'm pretty sure Golden Sun was the one that had something to do with the time of day. Or at least light on the, uh, the, sen- uh, the sensors. Huh. So just turn on your lights in your house, and you can just be good. Yeah, well, is just laughing at me. So uh, it could be that was just my imagination because I did not have a, uh, uh, you know, a Game Boy at that time. Um, and it's I did. I'm trying to remember. I feel like I've played this, but I can't remember it too much. There's you know who the um, composer uh, uh, was of uh, Golden Sun, right? No, it was uh, Raffi. Mr. Sun, Sun, Mr. Golden Sun, please shine down on me. Come on. I All right. That was the, uh, no, 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 Raffi. No. Oh. Uh, oh. also goes on to mention, honorable mention to Twisted Metal. These are my favorite vehicular combat games, and it's a shame we haven't seen a new entry since the PS3. The new show was fantastic, and I believe did well, so maybe it can make a comeback in game form. Preferably something close to the original PS1 games that the later PS2, PS3 entrees. They were good, but the classics can't be beat. I haven't played Black, but I did play the original, the other ones, and I absolutely loved them. So I'd love to see <laughs> the other ones. <laughs> the older ones. And I'd love to that, see some um... more Twisted Metal. And they're doing a second season of the show. So I know it was pretty well received for that. I don't want to hear about a nice new PlayStation game. Well, you, you never know. know. Maybe like they'll a, make it more. Like a, by that time, maybe it'll be Halo? Xbox too. No, no. <laughs> PlayStation game wouldn't come to Xbox. Too. Don't talk about Halo. Come on. Well, yeah, I should. I should never talk about Halo. I'm talking about the the, the the TV series. For which no, I was talking about Twisted Twist, Metal TV series. Twisted Metal is actually a good show. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't talking. Yeah, I haven't seen I've, it yet. It's on my list to see, but I haven't uh, seen it yet. Um, yeah, I played one and two for sure. A lot of that. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't come out with new ones with online multiplayer. I mean, maybe they did. I don't know. Uh, did Black have online 3? multiplayer? I want to say it did, but I can't be sure. Probably. Huh? Okay, I swear there was a a Game Boy game that <laughs> had like a day night. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. 
Here, I'll just I'll keep talking and you can keep looking while you're while you're and, doing that. It may not have been Golden Sun. I swear <laughs> there was one. Uh, Northern Lass is our last patron answer, and she says, "I'm still got my fingers crossed for new Spyro. We've not had a new Spyro game on Xbox One, just remasters." And I need to get those remasters played with. I played those uh, a long time ago as well. I'd love to play them again on the on the Xbox. Maybe uh, when they get on to Game Pass, if they ever come to Game Pass. All right, I, I found it, Nate. What is it? It's called Boktai. The sun is in your hand. Um, the game made use of a light sensor on the cartridge, mm -hmm. which encouraged playing parts of the game in direct sunlight. And this okay, was so a Kojima game. Wow. Thanks, Kojima. See? Thank you. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so that's not the one I was thinking. I was conflating the it's two. not? Sure. <laughs> I, I, just, I knew there was a concept of a game that was easier during the day because of some sort of light sensor. For some reason, I just, you know, maybe because it has the word sun in the title, I assumed that was the game. But uh, so, in, yeah. In order... In order to charge the in-game solar weapons, the player must take their Game Boy Advance outside in the daytime, as verified by the light sensor. If the player's gun battery runs out of light reserves and there's no sunlight available, then the player must avoid conflicts with enemies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sure went over pretty well. <laughs> Sounds like this is Kojima being... That is such like, a Kojima ahead. thing to do. Yep. It's, it's probably like... It's a really cool idea, but people probably... Yeah. Yeah, but who's like got, playing got their reviews. who's playing their game like in complete darkness though, not having any light on? Kojima. <laughs> Other this than is why he has these crazy ideas. <laughs> the original Game Boy Advance was pretty bad in the dark. You until they came out with the uh, second one. Yeah, yeah you had to play in the light true. anyway. Yeah. But uh, uh, thank so you for that. I, I had. Uh, I had quite a few answers myself. Uh, the first one I thought of was uh, Stuntman. You guys ever play Stuntman back mm -hmm. on the PlayStation? And then they had the 361 yeah, was, with Ignition. Yeah, it was called uh, Burnout Paradise. No, it wasn't called Burnout Paradise. Oh. <laughs> Stuntman was a lot of fun. We kind of drove around and did tricks and everything. So I'd love to see kind of an updated version of that, especially maybe tying in with some of those uh, action franchises like John Wick they have now or other ones. I think it would be pretty, uh, pretty fun. Uh, NFL Blitz or NBA Jam? We haven't had a new one of those in a while. Oh, It'd be fun to update those and just you know better. I know I think they did an NBA Jam ish game a, a little bit ago on the one, didn't they? What was it called? So, I can't Dunk remember. Dunk Lords. Yeah, something like Dunk that. Dunk Lords so was a rip off, but it's not the yeah. same without the real players. Yeah, so I'd love to see them kind of do an updated version of that and, and everything and um. If you haven't played Mutant Football League, that's got the NFL Blitz gameplay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a fan of that. So I'd love yeah. to see like an NFL Blitz like arcade style game, especially with mm -hmm. kind of make it more in the Madden like style, but you know, obviously, you know, being able to crush people and, and everything, but do online capabilities, all that. Um, we haven't had a Bioshock in a while, and that's one of my favorite series. So I'd love to get that that back. And then um, the other one I wanted to say was. Uh, I really loved X-Men Origin Wolverine, so I'd love to see a sequel to that because it's been so long. Or uh, with, a, with a sequel to that, I'd love to see them like maybe highlight someone else as well. Oh, man. With Deadpool, with Deadpool 3 coming out with Wolverine. Deadpool yeah, would be so cool if they did Deadpool, that. Deadpool, Wolverine crossover, yeah. But like a good... Mature rated. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be fun. And then uh, the last one that I thought of was Crisis. It's been a while. So I know they're. I think they're making Crisis Four, but uh, it's been a pretty a, a long time since they made three. So I like my Crisis games. Crisis. But yeah, that would be. I think I. T- I think I talked about that one of the first times I was on the podcast with uh, with Fufu about doing an X Men Origins and Deadpool crossover game. That'd be a lot of fun. And I can't believe that they haven't done something like that in a while. I mean, that's it'd be perfect to do something, something like that. Why don't they combine Crisis? What's that? Why don't they com- They should combine Crisis with Dino Crisis. Obviously. <laughs> Yeah, right. I am going to keep a look at. I am keeping a look out for <laughs> Judas and Clockwork Revolution. Yeah, I was going to say you haven't had a you haven't had a Bioshock in a while. You're about to get like two or three of them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking way. forward to this year. Yeah. This year, I'm, I'm going to be actually spending some money this year. There's some good games that are coming. No, out there. don't 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 do it. So the more the better. More of those upside down wine glasses. <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll drink a ton and spend a ton. Yeah. All right, that was a good question. Yeah, just just note to developers: just we don't want any new game, uh, IPs. Just just bring back dormant series, and we'll buy them. It could be a, a twenty-year-old sequel or a remake. We'll probably buy it. We like cozy feelings. All right. Moving on to news items. Do we have any news items? We have TA. Oh, yes, we do have one. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen beta. Who's excited for this? Raise your hand, Elliot. Woo! <laughs> yeah, it starts on the 21st. Who's excited and probably won't actually play it? Right after. Me! Um, yeah, I think an article came out today that you need Game Pass to play Final Fantasy fourteen. I don't think you need it for the beta, but I mean, I would say 98.9% of us have Game Pass. So no word yet if you need Game Pass and another subscription to play it. There is, there is from what I've read, there is going to be a subscription to it. There is going to be a free be part. Could it be reduced if you're in Game Pass or? Yeah. Oh. They didn't. Re- they didn't release the numbers, but they did say that it would be a subscription on top of it. KT Echo is excited and says, "Yes, you do need to pay if you go past the free trial." Yeah, it's like I think I was reading. You get to like level seventy and or a certain amount of time that you get to play. one of the two, and then past that, you have to subscribe. Yeah, I mean that does sound fun, but it also sounds like a massive time sink. I imagine it's like World of Warcraft, but I'm not really sure. Or Elder Scrolls sure. Online, something like that. Yeah, I'm sure it's amazing if it's the only game you're playing. But I'm and sure some people like that kind of stuff. So. It's probably the way to go, honestly. Probably the way to go. All right, uh, TA has a couple of things going on. We have our February targets. I think... Most of these are pretty easy. A lot of people were showing off that they have it done already. Uh, that there's the Groundhog Day one for the Cumulative Plus flag. 
the extra content, DLC or title updates, and the achievements where the game or achievements have LEAP for leap year. Easy enough. But the other thing that started up was Leapfrog. And they had, that's where you had needed to get an achievement a day uh, in different games. So an achievement one day, and then two the next day, and then three the next day, etc. But they all had to be in different games. And we were supposed to get badges after the fifth day, but we got them after the fourth day for whatever reason. And then promptly 200 people were eliminated. How about that? Edge <laughs> and out. <laughs> but I know that certain people are still in it. Northern Lasp, she's going to make a run. Yes, it's uh, to see because, uh, because Kush placed a nice sized wager on her winning. <laughs> if, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I challenge education relies upon your performance. <laughs> I talked to our very own Elroy OMJ, who um, promised me he's still married after G-Task was over. So Leapfrog should just be a drop in the bucket by comparison. So he's doing it, though. So, of course, it all comes down to who's got time, money, uh, all these things, really. Mm -hmm. And a spreadsheet. You need a spreadsheet to you remember what you're doing. Yeah, you probably load. after day like 20, you probably do. <laughs> right? You probably have to preload a little bit. Or maybe you don't with all the easy games out, but you have you have to have not played the easy games for all of them. Or their updates, yeah. Right. Some of them well, you just turn on the game and five things pop. Or you could just not even play a game and have stuff pop too. No, like that would Postman. never happen. No, <laughs> looking at that you. That would never happen. And I think, is it the winner gets um, a day of Game Pass? I mean, of uh, TA Pro for for every day, many? day. Yeah, number one for every day that the contest goes, and that they were in it. So it's not like, oh, you know, you won, but you can keep going. Okay, we'll keep giving you, you know, Pro for that. No, no. It's like as soon as, as soon as you beat everyone else, that's when your prize ends, uh, or the counter on your prize ends. So yeah, uh, it's a day I for mean, every day it goes. And how many days do we think this is really really gonna go? Sixty, ninety, a hundred? Oh, I think two hundred. Yeah, I think it 200? was banned about like a hundred to two hundred is probably. I was told I was an idiot for suggesting such a high number. Yeah, I mean, I might have said four hundred, but that's you know, I didn't say that, but um. 200 would be a lot of achievements to get, right? Does seem like 200, a lot. 200 factorial, I think. Uh, I don't know. That sounds like math. I mean, on math podcast. Oh. My easy backlog <laughs> right now is at my easy backlog right now is at like 200, so I preloaded all that stuff. Oh, you're going to do it? No. I didn't, didn't even sign oh, up. Oh, come on. <laughs> you didn't sign up. Yeah, let me sign up real fast. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people waiting until today to sign up. And uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, shoot. You've already lost. Um, Chat Twins Jables and Ahizo said the easier version of this went 130 days. So 
that was the easier version. Yeah. So the over under is one fifty according to Heizo. Uh Fug is using his abacus and he says four four hundred days would be eighty thousand achievements. It's a big eighty thousand? Yes, he's <laughs> <laughs> he's got one whole wall devoted. <laughs> yeah. He's he's outside in the sun with his uh Game Boy Advance and <laughs> Charge up his <laughs> charge up his abacus solar with the light solar, solar abacus math and cuneiform showing his work yep <laughs> oh fog we love you all right any other news before we get into our game showcase well just that we might have news next week. Um, oh, the news is that we have. The news is that we might have news. <laughs> the news is that we might have news. That they're uh, they're not going to talk about all these rumored. Um, so Gears know, is going uh, to PlayStation. Sonic's coming to. Yes, Xbox. exactly. Exclusives potentially going to other systems, and what that might look like, and time frames, and things like that. And they're talking about their strategy. So um, we'll know something about that at some point next week. Whose strategy is this? Maybe we'll be uh, trophy hunting 101 next week. Yeah, I don't think it'll be that bad. I, don't, <laughs> yeah, I really I don't, don't want to talk so. until we know yeah, <laughs> more. I don't, I don't think it'll be either, but it's fun fun seeing all the fires going around. I think if they do have first party go, it won't be day one. It'll be no. like a year, six months yeah. after. You know, once so next week's speed, question is going to be what PlayStation game do we want? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that'll never happen because they, they won't receive yeah, like like you can have Starfield and we'll take like your worst franchise. That's fine. Your worst, your worst <laughs> Spider-Man achievements. <laughs> oh well, we just want Spider-Man and Final Fantasy VII. That's no big deal. Exactly. Last of Us, you That's know, right. and you can have uh, I don't know, you know, Starfield. Yeah, sure. I mean it's not a bad strategy to have though. I mean you release it a year later and. Get more money, yeah. Get more money, yeah. Hmm. Get more money. Okay, the first game will be Kush Moose. All right. If you're if you're only listening, we're gonna try to put some game footage up, I believe. And if it doesn't work, you can blame I don't know, blame me. That's usually how it goes. All right. Sure. Uh, sure first game, well, the, the only game I'm going to talk about is not a Game Pass game. It is Song Woo! of Dooku, a League of Legends story. Uh, this game came out uh, at the end of January in 2024. Um, and it is very much a mate game, if you've ever heard of that term, or a koosh game. Uh, it is a pretty, colorful uh, action-adventure uh, some might say platformer um, that's based off of some character in League of Legends that I have no idea about because I don't play that game, nor do I follow it. But man, do I love their games um, in the uh, in the League of Legends story series. Uh, I haven't played them all, but I really love the concept of them and just the fact that they branch out from League of Legends to tell these stories. Uh, in this game, you play as Nunu, uh, a young boy, and you're searching for this thing called the Heart of the Blue, 
which has to do with some sort of ice. Uh, I guess it's it's made out of uh, this thing called true ice, which I believe is pertinent to his backstory in League of Legends. And he has a friend that is a four-armed Yeti. And you, uh, who doesn't speak, but he grunts, and apparently Nunu understands what he's saying. So a lot of times you'll be running around You'll you'll see something uh, on the screen because I have always have captions on, uh, and you'll see you'll see that uh, the Yeti kind of grunts or says something, and then Nunu translates for him in his response, uh, and sometimes that's humorous. Uh, sometimes uh, the interaction between the characters uh, is is really not funny. Uh, they'll start uh, snowball fights. Uh, he's just sort of standing there. Uh, the Yeti will go around. Speaking of idle animations, they have their own unique idle animations. Um, and points in the game, uh, about half of the game seems roughly, uh, you're actually going to be riding around on uh, your Yeti's uh, shoulders. His name is Willump, by the way. I don't believe I said that yet. So sometimes you'll be uh, jumping up onto his back uh, in order to solve puzzles or more specifically for combat sections. Uh, the combat is not great. Uh, it's okay. It's passable. Luckily, there's not a lot of it. Um, the one really good thing about the combat, though, uh, is the animations. Um, when you whittle an enemy's health down to zero and they're stunned, if you don't do anything, they'll die. But if you uh, hold the Y button down, you'll go into some sort of like, you know, super killer death animation. And sometimes that'll be Willump that's doing the thing. Sometimes it'll be Nunu. Sometimes it'll be a combination of the two. And they've got a whole bunch of them. And they are well animated they're cool looking they're creative um so it's really worth it uh and there's an achievement for doing i think like 35 uh finishing moves um so you, you definitely want to keep doing those uh like i said there's not a ton of combat uh which is good because it's not its strength but the animations of those finishing moves is really worth uh really worth the time to see them uh when you play as nunu um you there is a little bit you can do i believe he he can hit some things but it's mostly just for puzzle solving or navigating around little areas there's no really enemies that he has to fight by himself um he also has this ice flute and the ice flute will play notes based on the shoulder and trigger buttons or combinations of them as well they have a little system uh which you'll be using to solve puzzles basically uh, sometimes it'll be raising or lowering uh, platforms <clears throat> or um, I guess, uh, taming creatures. You'll kind of take over some of these big rock crab type creatures. You'll play a song for them and then they'll kind of follow you kind of like Peter Piper. Uh, and, uh, you'll then use that for solving different platforming puzzles. Um, when you play as Willump or the combination of the two, that's when you're really doing your combat. Uh, that's when you're doing a lot of traversal. Um, he'll be, uh, climbing, waterfalls that you freeze um with his uh super snowball he has like a super snowball uh nunu has a regular snowball willem has also regular snowballs but he also has this the super snowball that will freeze platforms in in water that you can jump on it'll flee it'll freeze certain waterfalls yay that you can climb there's nothing behind them boo um and uh so that's pretty cool um if you get stuck you don't know what to do willem will go to a place in the level and just kind of stand there and kind of like jump and like point. And sometimes they'll kind of like pantomime playing the, the flute uh, to let you know, oh, come over here and do something. So it, it's really cool 
the sort of um, hint system that they built into it with the animations. Uh, I just, I just love the art style. Um, now, there are some negatives to it. The traversal is not the best. We already talked about the combat not being the best. Sometimes the traversal, it just feels like it's not polished. You'll, you'll be in a full sprint as Willump um, with Nunu on his back, and you'll be running kind of up a slope, and there might be some stairs at the end of that slope. Well, in other games, you would kind of just continue running up the stairs. But in this game, he hits the stairs and stops, and then you walk like an inch forward, and then you can run again. But for some reason, it just does not have the ability to continue that run up the stairs. And the same thing downhill sometimes. Sometimes you just get stuck on a piece of the mesh and your running will stop and you just have to pick it up again. It's just, it's a little annoying. It's a level of polish that I would love to see them, uh, you know, fix that in a future patch or something. But once again, the animations, just like if you're looking at the, the screen right now, it's really cool looking. Um, Going back to the cons, um, sometimes the traversal, uh, not just the running, but like jumping and, and climbing and then uh, the targeting. Uh, when you're on Willem's back, you have to target these spores that will explode that are kind of on a timer. They'll like destroy some vines and you can climb past them. Just, you know, traversal puzzles. Uh, sometimes the targeting on that isn't great uh, and you just have to do it again. The timing windows on some of the puzzles is a little tight. Um, some of, some of the puzzles, um, the platforming for them just have like a weird difficulty spike. Like the jump is like just a little too far. Like if they'd moved the jump just a little bit closer, it would kind of be in line with the rest of the difficulty. But for some reason, this one particular jump to this one particular ledge is the maximum distance of your jump when everything else before it is not. I don't understand why they did that. It just seems like a little bit of polish that they could fix. Um, but overall, I am having a great time with this game. I love the art style. I love the animation. I love this type of game, the kind of the puzzle adventure. Um, and it's super colorful. All things I love. Uh, this is Song of Nunu, a League of Legends story, and I think it is good. I don't think it's a must play. It's definitely not at the $40 price point, I believe it is. No, it's a $30 price point. 30, yeah. I think that uh, even as like kind of a discount game, you know, it's not a full $60 game and it shouldn't be. I think even at $30, it's a little bit pricey. Uh, if this was down at 15, I would, I would tell people, yeah, you might want to play that. <laughs> if it was $10, I would say absolutely go do it. $5. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, feels a little bit pricey, uh, but I'm really enjoying this and I haven't finished yet, but I have done the research. Um, you will be able to, once you beat the game, go back to the levels there. There's a level select and an indicator on those levels telling you what collectibles, uh, you don't have that you could get from that level. Uh, as for the achievements, there's, um, I think there's 40, yeah, 44 of them. Uh, I want to say maybe half of them are story related. Um, then there's other ones for the collectibles. You'll be finding these murals, which are pretty pictures. I think there's about eight of those. You'll be helping these little um, kind of puffball creatures uh, called, uh, what are they called? doesn't matter. doesn't matter what they're called. You help them. <laughs> they're sad. You give them a cinnamon bun, and then they're happy. Uh, and there's about, I don't know, That's eight or ten of those. <laughs> poros is what they're called. They're called poros. Um, 
So they become happy. Uh, then there, there are some fun achievements too. Uh, an achievement for throwing a snowball uh, in his mouth, in Willem's mouth, while he's just kind of <clears throat> sitting there doing whatever. Like he'll be doing his idle animations, and there's one where he kind of like opens his mouth and throws a snowball in there. Boom! Achievement. Um, there's another one for winning um, snowball fights with him and taking no damage. That's the sort of thing where I don't really know if you can get it by chapter select. Like let's say you accidentally didn't win one of them, and but you go do that chapter again. I, I'm not sure if that's something that would drag. Um, it's not too difficult to complete those battles without you know, losing. Just kind of hide behind something, peek out, and, and throw your snowballs. It's a snowball fight. That's what you do. Uh, there's another one for um, uh, these little sled rides, sliding down an ice track, completing all those sequences without taking damage. Uh, I'm not sure, once again, if chapter selects can help with that or not. Uh, I haven't gotten that one yet. I did just get the snowball uh, fight, and it wasn't bad. Uh, but yeah, so you should be able to go back and and at least get your collectibles. Uh, I am not sure about those other achievements. Um, yeah, you, you get achievements mostly for hitting people with snowballs. So as you run into other characters that are going to help you in your story, you just pelt them with the snowball and you get an achievement for it. And that's pretty cool. Um, so it, it's, a, it's a mix of, like I said, uh, progression, collectibles, and just kind of fun stuff. That's it. Song of New, League of Legends story. I'm having fun. Is there any uh, achievements for... I saw something pop up on the gameplay, like on the top right, about some information for the world and everything. Is there any kind of, like, glossary or anything like that that you need to yeah, look out there for? Yeah, is, there is, like, a glossary or a, a notebook that you keep, but the, I don't believe that there's an achievement tied directly to those notes. But okay. your murals will show up there. No. Your uh, I can't remember their name. Pon pons? That's not it. Ponos, po pogos. I don't know. Poros, poros. Uh, as you collect the poros, it'll fill out like this little uh, puzzle. So like each each time you find a poro, there's like a little puzzle that goes into this poro mural. Um, that's also in your notebook. Um, but no, I don't believe there's an achievement tied to getting all of the um, the notes from the levels. Okay. Yeah, it looks to be uh, about a six to eight hour completion from what I was looking on. There's only like one or two votes, but don't look too bad. Yeah, I'm about five hours in, but I tend to take my time with these games and just kind of like uh, scour every level and just, you know, enjoy it. Uh, I was looking, I saw the thing about the chapter select over on the Steam uh, site. They have a walkthrough already posted there because I believe this was out on PC couple months at least a couple months before it was out on xbox so they've had a head start so when did uh cameo 2 come out last week <laughs> cameo 2 no i don't know that's what it reminds me of that's why all the achievements are all zeros okay uh, <laughs> cameo is garbage Wait a minute, no, it's not. It's absolute it's garbage compared to this. Just because the control's bad doesn't mean it's bad. <laughs> and then, of course, my next question is why and how? Why? Why, Nate? Why this game? Why this game? Because um, we had we had 30 seconds without Game Pass news. I understand that. Yes. But <laughs> I've been looking forward to this game. I, I like. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I was. I keep you my like eye. You may be surprised. Uh, I'm the host of a achievement mm -hmm. focus podcast, so I tend to look into the future burn, of what's coming out. Burn. And um, and yeah, and I kind of like uh, these oh. Riot Forge games, even though, as KT Echo points out in the chat, even though Riot Forge uh, has been shut down, they're no longer making these games. I think that what they put out is quality, and it's just it's a shame that they didn't catch on. They all. I'm, I think it's pretty fair to say they are all beautiful looking games. Um, now they weren't <laughs> received well, I guess people didn't buy them, but everyone that I've seen that people have played, they enjoy them and they, they enjoy the systems. It's just for whatever reason, didn't catch on. They just didn't do well, even though they are good games. They just did not perform well. It's a shame. And it's really a shame that the, the guy on this video has not figured out that you have to get Willem to freeze those running water spouts so you can climb across the wall. <laughs> That's a shame. He hasn't played enough of these games. Correct. Oh, so this is the fourth in a series, kind of? They're not they're not a series. They're just um you know, they're their kind own of. games. They uh the the kind of interesting thing about them, you know, we were I think I mentioned this the last time as we were talking about uh, you know, developers that put out games that every different, you know, each game is a different genre. Um, that's what these Riot Forge games have been. They've all been different genres. They're not really related other than the fact that the main characters are somehow, you know, they're, they're a League of Legends character, and this is kind of like a side story for them. Let's see. Well... Seems right up your alley. Yeah. Yeah. I hope more people get to check this out and check out the other uh games when when you know they hit the right price point. Um, because I, I'm pretty sure they're all solid. I, I will get around to playing there's a Vayner one. There's one that's you know, it's a Vayner, but I don't think it's been really genre as a Vayner yet, I think. Um Convergence, I believe is what that one's called. Convergence. Uh, yes, it's currently genred as an action adventure, but I've heard it called or targeted uh, Metroidvania, so I'm going to play it and see if that uh, fits. But I like action adventure, even if it's not a Metroidvania. Um, so um, I'll be talking about that one at some point. Sounds good. I know you like games that are brand new, new. So this I is do. right up here. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> what I do. What I do. <laughs> All righty. So I am contractually obligated to talk about an East Asia soft game. It's been a little while. This game came across my desk. <laughs> and it is called Lily in Puzzle World. I was trying to find out from um, the masses because, you know, I mean, I guess I am a host on a pod, on a achievement related podcast, but I didn't realize that game could come out and get three thousand gamer scores so quickly. I thought it was every six months, but I was uh, called very nasty names by Mental and other people for not knowing these things. So maybe someone wants to explain it to me because I I don't get it. I thought it could come out at one thousand and then get another thousand a little later. And then another thousand every six months. Are you laughing at me, Jameson? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe people in the chat can explain it to me. So, see, they're yelling at me in chat now. Mental and mic. So anyway, this game, as you can see, is uh, very amazing. It's a puzzle platformer. You play as, I guess, Lily, who is a big blob, and then uh, you step on the uh, tile to become a little blob, and then you can fit in smaller spaces. And it's basically very, very simple and simplistic. It's a black and white game, but you are a red character. <laughs> and um, the achievements are simply just to beat all the levels. There's 50 levels. And if you're watching the video, you see that you get awards for dying in certain places. And uh, there's something that I wanted to bring up that you just saw, which is my biggest problem with the game. When you die, a game over screen comes up and you have to click on uh, retry. Which in a game like this, usually there's a button to quickly retry. This is what Elroy likes to call plat failures. It's not really a hard game like that, though. But you will die and learning the stages. It's just obnoxious to have to quick retry on the game over screen. You should just be able to hit a quick button. Yeah, the, you, you jump across platforms and you uh, step on the key tile and you open up the door to exit the stage. Uh, as you'll see, each stage has a coin in it and those are strictly optional. You do not need them for the achievements. I usually go for them anyway. Uh, with the coins, you can access a shop and buy hats. <laughs> God forbid they make that part of the achievements. They didn't. So you For could now. have gotten 50 coins. And that would be great if they had that. Let me get 50 coins. I've been getting them anyway. So uh, one thing. What? That dude just died. Do the hats. Oh. Uh, when you get these hats, oh, do they look different watch. on like uh, pill form versus ball form? No, they look the same. Oh, okay. So it's there's like there's there's a whopping four different hats you can buy. Oh, that like is football helmet. Uh... <laughs> so four different deaths is what you're saying. Yeah, there's okay. there's several deaths. Okay. Yes. Mike Pitch says there was a shop in that game. Yes, it's actually on the um, level select screen. <laughs> it, it, yes, if you didn't know, you didn't you wouldn't know. So yeah, there's four hats you could buy with the fifty coins you get. And one thing East Asia Soft started doing that I was not privy to, but apparently there's been a bunch of these, is they giving a free Windows stack with purchase. So when I installed this game, it said Xbox and PC, and the PC version has its own separate achievement list. So I guess they don't like money. They are giving it away for free. You don't have to buy it twice. So for $5, you're getting... Two games for the price of one. Two games, 6,000 gamer score? 6,000 gamer score for now. Probably going to be 10,000 very soon. I uh, saw so a couple of other games. Uh, Rayland 2 and another one. Betaurus, something like that. Uh, Betomus. 
Yeah. So yeah, Xbox and PC. So East Asia Soft is, of course, my favorite. And everyone's talking about how gamer score doesn't matter and it's dead. But I always have twenty plus friends on my friend list who have the completions in in these. And Mike Pitch is one of them. He's here in the chat talking about how great this game is. And I'm sure someone like Elroy would probably resort to a guide for this. <laughs> Does this look like something you need a guide for? <laughs> no, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> I don't know. This person on the screen seems to be struggling. <laughs> Which video did you find? A, a, a Let's Play? <laughs> yeah. Or is this oh, my gosh. Or, it's so bad. This is, or is this supposed to be so a... It's so painful. Well, I'm watching on the Twitch. So I'm probably going to be looking Let's just help them out here. Oh, no. He fell in the spot. You're on stage time now. Go for it, guy. That's all. See, game over. Retry. Annoying. Anyway, not much else to say. Oh, oh, we're getting spoilers now. He's going to later stages. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to see the story unfold in, in <laughs> crazy ways. That's, uh, where, Mike, that's where Mike would say there's a story to this. Uh, learn the story, Mike. <laughs> uh, if you're not in the chat, in the live chat, they're all making fun of me, and uh, we're all making fun of each other. And you got to watch this to, to see it, to believe it. It's a wonderful game. Well, if you're the type that still likes um, quote unquote baby games and like their game score, this is easy and somewhat fun. I didn't dislike it. It should take you a half hour max. Unless your mic pitch, maybe three hours. Oh, and as you can see, uh, you explode into crazy, I don't know. It looks like blood, but it's, uh, I think it's just you exploding because you're red. But it's funny. So, like, if you get hit by the spikes, you get that red explosion. But also, if you fall into water, you get that same exact animation. It makes no sense. I'm pretty sure this is the guy that couldn't get past the uh, the <laughs> the training screens in Cuphead. Um, Ace that. is asking. Ace is asking in chat if this is my gameplay footage. No, actually, I did better than this person. <laughs> Shockingly, you just have to take your time. Don't jump on the spikes. Don't fall in the water. Oh God, he died. The arrows are annoying. All right, we'll put everyone right. out. Sorry, put put everyone out of their misery. Let's go to Wild West. This is a uh, Lily in Puzzle World. I think <laughs> Lily is going to be a big star in the future. I think there's some other Lily game, right? Lily's Epic Quest for Lost Gems. Is that the same thing? No, I don't think that's the same Lily. That Lily's a girl. This Lily's a blobby pill thing. Uh, East Asia Soft, we love you. Jameson, we love you more. Talk about a real game, please. All right. A good game. We'll, we'll take it out of that, and we will go to uh, MLB The Show 23. Uh, this All right. We'll That's probably one, be leaving. Right? Yeah, uh, it's the new <laughs> one, soon to be old one. <laughs> oh. It'll probably be leaving Game Pass here in about a month. Mm. I'm guessing probably in mid-March or beginning of April. Oh, and... are you trying to steal Cream's job? Uh, no, I'm not trying to steal anybody's job. That's Freem Freem and Kush do a great job, and I'm not going to infringe on their territory. Although I will infringe on Kush's uh, 
game, playing Game Pass games since he didn't do it this time. We are contractually obligated to talk yes, Game Pass at every point we can. So since game he's not doing it, I will do it. Um, uh, I will say that as a warning, uh, MLB The Show 21 and 22 were under 10-hour completions. This one is a lot longer. So if you want to finish the game and get it all the way done before it leaves Game Pass, I would suggest starting now to give yourself plenty of time to do it. And uh, this was, took me about 30 hours to do. And some of it was simming and doing uh, some other stuff, but a lot of it's playing. Um, there is a mode that you will play in MLB The Show called March to October, where you have to choose a team and you'll get some achievements for it. Um, and then one of the achievements, probably the hardest achievement in the game, is having to achieve a five-star offseason in March to October. And there's a good guide where... Uh, shows you that can help you out to do that to make sure you get it without any with a little sh uh, offline shenanigans but um it's uh march to october is a good uh it's a good base to play i think it was pretty fun to you just kind of play uh, i chose the reds because they had a lot of uh the cincinnati reds they have a lot of cap space in the off season so um what you do is you pretty much just start from the beginning of the year and you'll play about 40 of the 160 games for baseball and then they'll take you to like the sixth or seventh inning and say, Oh, you need to win this game to, you know, give yourself a three or four game win streak or, Oh, you need to beat your rivals or, or, you know, they'll just kind of pull you into moments. They'll sim, you know, five or six games and you'll move forward. So there's a couple of achievements in March to October, along with, you can get all the uh, miscellaneous achievements in there if you want to as well. But uh, March to October is a good, uh, one of the good uh, areas of MLB the show. I enjoyed it. Um, another area that they have it, that's new to uh, this year's is, uh, and then what's on the screen now is the Negro stories. So they chose uh, six, uh, uh, six players from the league. And then they uh, give you about six. I'm trying to think, I think it was six to 10 different uh, games that you'd play. And, and then you just kind of would do, they'd give you some, uh, what's it called? It'd give you like a, a list of what to do. Like if you're playing as Jackie Robinson, it says get a get an extra base hit. And so maybe it'll give you an inning or it'll give you two innings and you need to get an extra base hit or you fail and you'll just have to retry it after that to move on to the next story. And the next story might say, uh, you know, steal a base. Um, or you might play as a pitcher in the league and it'll say play two innings and, you know, record two strikeouts or don't give up more than a run or don't give up more than two runs or something like that. So it just has little different stories. Some of them will take, you know, less than five minutes to do and other ones will take you maybe 10 minutes or more to do depending on what they ask. And if you're able to do it, uh, most of them aren't that hard. There are a few like hit a home run that could take a little bit of time, but uh, it, overall it was a, it was a nice new addition that they had in there uh, that I enjoyed playing. And they also have a lot of videos in there where they talk about the different players so if you're a historian at all for baseball or anything else, it was a nice, um, nice showcase for that. And where you'll spend probably the most of your time doing it, um, what mode you'll be playing the most is Diamond Dynasty. Um, this is kind of like uh, those areas in FIFA and um, <clears throat> and uh, Madden where you'll collect the cards and then you'll play games with the the people that the cards that you get. Um, you there. This is where some of the monotonization can come in if you wanted to you can buy card packs i was able to receive all of mine through just doing various activities in the game so i never once had to play or use money for anything 
Um, but I was able to get cards uh, like I got a one of the card packs I opened up was like a 99 Bryce Harper. So you pick that and then you can um, sh- put him into your lineup and take out some of just the base cards that you'll get like a some random minor league player that's, you know, a 66 rated. So you can just take him out um, when you complete the uh, Negro League stories. They give you all of their cards and they're all 97 rated players. So you can put them in as well. Um, and then just as you do different as you play the March to October, as you play different diamond dynasty games, you'll get cards from from XP and everything. And so you can get, you know, anybody, I had a team of Craig Biggio and Mike Trout and, you know, Bryce Harper, Greg Maddox, just all these players in there. And so I was just able to, to do that uh, and and play the, play the teams in the, in there and get XP and everything. And um, one of the achievements in diamond dynasty, that'll be the longest one is you have to, uh, get a player to what they call parallel level three. So when you get a player, um, the more that you use them, the more XP you get uh, from using them in the Diamond Dynasty games. And so as you do that, you can level up their cards and uh, they'll become better players. So I just use Greg Maddox as my uh, player and I just played nine inning games and just struck out, you know, I was playing on rookie mode and just to be able to strike out, you know, 15, 20 people and uh, level up his card pretty quickly. So after about 10 games, I think I was up to level three there. And so that got that achievement. Um, so those are kind of the big three modes that you'll play in MLB, the show. So that's uh, diamond dynasty, Negro stories, March to October. And then uh, as the other games have, they have miscellaneous achievements as well. Uh, like hit a home run for five seconds, uh, strike out a batter using only one type of pitch, uh, hit a home run with your DH, play a game with City Connect uniforms, retro mode, all that stuff. So there's a good mix of miscellaneous achievements and then a good uh, mix of playing the modes that you have, which is uh, different from the previous games. The previous games are mostly just miscellaneous achievements that you can finish pretty quickly. So this one gives you a good mix of everything and, uh, I enjoyed the game. I think it was really good to uh, to showcase the different areas of the game instead of just saying, hey, just do these different things, get these achievements be done with the game. So it was a fun time. I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to the new one that's going to be in Game Pass. I believe it comes out March 15th. Um, and so I uh, I enjoyed that one a lot. Uh, or I enjoyed the series quite a bit. I'm glad that's on Game Pass. So that's MLB The Show 23. And uh, probably leaving Game Pass here in a little bit, so jump on it if you want to. And my guess is the end of February. So if they're nice, it'll be till March 15th. So March 15th, I think, is when the new one comes out. And I think last year, the, the I think the previous two years, actually, when they've gotten rid of the older one, I think it's usually been in sometime in March. I'll have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure it's been either into March or beginning of April. We usually had a little bit of an overlap. But. Um, MLB, the show 22 left on March 31st, actually. There you go. And 23 came out 28th. So yeah, close. Yeah, so I started doing the Negro League mode, and I've only done Satchel Page. Mm-hmm. 
and I have to say, like, I didn't realize how much, like, the videos before each thing are amazing. Like, they yeah. show you, uh, I didn't realize how, like, I knew he was amazing, but, like, I didn't realize he had all these different pitches na that he named, and you get, actually get to use those pitches in the games. Yep. And I, I looked on YouTube. There's really not much Satchel Page footage. It's it's a shame, really. Yeah. There's not a lot so, of footage on any of that stuff, so it's, it is kind of yeah. a shame. Yeah. Really is a shame. So now we have <laughs> 26,000 cameramen in each game. <laughs> so now we probably have too much footage. But I did learn a lot, and I thought it was a cool mode. I did see in the comments there was a couple that gave people trouble. Yeah. There are a few. Like I said, there's one for hit home run. I think there's another one where you had to do three innings and not give up a run or something like that, which can be, depending on your luck, or, or like not give up a hit or something, which can be kind of hard. Yeah, um, there's a little bit of luck-based. Luck, luck, yeah, but they were fun. I, they did they did a great job showcasing it, and then they did a good – yeah, his, yeah, his wind-up is so – I had him in my Diamond long. Dynasty, and I had to take him oh. out because he was just so – he was just so long with his wind-up. I was just like, no. Yeah, it sticks forever. Yeah. But it's cool. All right. <clears throat> that brings us to sales. Kush Moose, start us off. Oh, right. What tab you go <laughs> uh, When I first looked through the sales, uh, the first pass did not look good. I just didn't really see a whole lot to talk about. So I took a, a closer look and. Um, saw this game uh dragon's dogma dark arisen uh four dollars videos we yeah, got videos video. everyone we're trying we're trying all uh, right we got a 14 hour video we're gonna watch ready yeah it's four dollars <laughs> uh, this is an action role-playing game uh also role-playing open world 150 to 200 hours. There is a walkthrough on TA. Oh, dear. Um, let's see if we can find some combat or something. Oh, look, it's campfire. That's awesome. Um, so <laughs> that's what the people want to see. Soul's campfires. Like. Soul's campfire like. dundies. <laughs> Next up, we have uh, Tohu. This is 750 down from 15. It's a puzzle adventure point and click. Uh, two to three hours. I really like the art style on this one, and oh, like a fun little uh, point and click. It's a neat game. Yeah. Well, is it? Is that a squid? Is that a hand in there? What is this? Yeah, point just a cute little puzzler. Looks fun to me. Uh, then next up, we have oh. a game that I talked about before. It is called Nuclear Blaze. Uh, it is 750 down from 15. This is an action game. Uh, it's from one of the developers, the original developers on Dead Cells. And if you're watching the screen, you'll kind of see the influence there. Uh, I don't want to say they they straight outright ripped uh, this out of uh, the source code, but it kind of looks like they ripped it out of the source code um, <laughs> with the way rooms transition and their secrets and kind of the particle effects and everything really looks like uh, they, they got permission, uh, I guess, to use some of that uh, engine or whatever. It's a fun game. Uh, it can be a little challenging. Um, it can be as challenging as you want, actually. You can make uh, the water resources uh, 
a, a little easier or harder, depending on how you're finding the game. I tried to start it on normal. I found some of the time-based challenges, which aren't my favorite things in the game, uh, to be a little difficult. So I believe I knocked that down a little bit to give myself a little more time uh, or water in the tank. Uh, and that worked really well for me. I enjoyed it. Don't remember when I talked about that, but you might want to check it out. And lastly, we have a game that uh, called Barn Finders. $14 down from 20 Now, it's a simulation game, uh, which I know it's not really my, my, my bag, my jam. But this game, uh, I just watched some gameplay. I, I read a review or two or I should say a skimmed review or two. And this game was giving me, um, it was giving me power washer vibes, uh, but also, oh, no. but also like, uh, you know, American, what's what's that show? American uh, pickers. pickers. Yeah. Something like that. Um, it, it was just giving me that vibe. So you, you go around, uh, you have these, you know, different barns that you go to, and I guess different quests that you're on, you're looking for different items for different, uh, buyers and such, but uh, it's not just finding these things. Sometimes you're repairing them, uh, you're finding and repairing, or you're finding and cleaning. Uh, it just looks like it, it could be a, a fun little, um, you know, change up uh, from the games I like to play to just you know bang away on this for a little bit. Little pricey still at fourteen dollars, but uh, I think it might be worth it just for the uh, change of pace. And that was Barn Five. I'm going in order. Sounds like a plan. All right, this is the world premiere of a brand new game that was an Xbox 360 game and now is finally on Xbox One. World premiere. World premiere of L.A. Noir. This is my favorite Rockstar game. It's so good. It's finally on Xbox One. Uh, and it's launching at $19.99. That's an amazing price for uh, launching. Just such a good price. Um, this game has everything. It has uh, detectives. It has... Um, Adult Shredder. Dead naked <laughs> chicks. It has um, driving. <laughs> and they got rid of doubt, which sucks. But, you know... Xbox One version looks pretty good. See, stepped around the blood like nothing. Brilliant detective work. So grab that game. And the next game is Cowcat game, which is Demetrius, which is, of course, famous for. Uh, Rocker hating it because there's an achievement for experiencing all the deaths in the game, and it's worth zero gamer score. And he's too lazy to go back and get it. He missed it, so he's pissed. Oh, no video of this amazing game, Nate. No, it's up. Oh, it's up now. It just took a little while to uh, to get through. I see it. Yeah, yeah. So I started uh, his next game, Brock the Investigator, which is pretty awesome. They just added four-player uh, co-op local to it. That's the uh, one that's half point-and-click and half beat em up So it's a point uh, beat-and-click. I forgot what he called it, but um, <laughs> it, that one's good, too. But this one's $0.99, cents and it's an easy completion. 
you know, you could use a guy. That's fine. But I think it's hilarious and funny and uh, uh, hysterical. And, um, yeah. And Mental Knight agrees. He gives it full marks. Six out of five. Absolutely. I could tell. Wild West. All right. Uh, I was trying to look at some stuff that hasn't been recommended in a while or anywhere. Um, so I did the Borderlands Complete Collection Pandora's Box. It's $49.49, down from $149.99. So this comes with just about everything that you can think of. It comes with Borderlands 1, 2, 3, all the cosmetic stuff you want, all DLC, some of the, I think all of the DLC. Game of the Year editions, pre-sequels, all that stuff. So even comes with new Tales of the Borderlands. So if you are new to Borderlands or looking for the complete collection, I think that'll hit pretty much anything that you want. Oh, man, I love Borderlands. (laughs) And the other one was the uh, Mudrunner. I um, I couldn't really find the, the link to it that had it the right one but it was uh mud runner Amer- with the the dlc american wilds so uh that's six dollars and 99 cents down from 34 dollars and 99 cents for the for the comp- uh, for the edition so that's the game and the one dlc that's for it and that's looks like to be about a 35 hour completion uh open world racing game uh looks pretty fun i think i'm going to pick that up and maybe i'll do a review on that soon so those are the two that i had this week Very nice, very nice. All right. We are up to Game Pass. We got some Game Pass news and we're not podcasted. That's why Nate's very excited this week. So yeah, I was going to say, uh, Kush and all the other people are very excited today to get all that news. He said he's so excited to talk that uh, he's too excited to talk, so he's going to let you uh, do the Game Pass. <laughs> All right, so out now we've got Persona 3 Reload on Cloud Console and PC. Uh, we also got Uncard also on Cloud, Cloud Console and PC, Action Adventure, 8 to 10 hours. Uh, we just got announced that Train Sim World 4 on Cloud Console and PC is out. Simulation game, um, it's got all the DLC, so it's going to be a huge completion unless you've completed it before. Uh, uh, it does not have all the DLC. It does oh, it not does have not any have. DLC. Oh, okay. One Usually of the they come out with all that. Yeah, sorry. That's one of the strikes oh. against this is that there are 76 pieces of DLC and they're all stupid expensive. Yeah. So if you want the completion, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's something like what is what did I see? Like uh, I wanted to say like two or three thousand dollars to get all the DLC on that. Yeah, I think it's like 40 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is just the game then, right? Yeah, I I'm pretty sure it's just the base game okay, with the base game. <laughs> so that does have two unattainables and then like uh, Kush said there's a lot of DLC on it and it's very expensive so if you want to complete it it's going to take a lot and they are notorious for not fixing everything so you might not even be able to get the completion anyways just as an FYI <clears throat> uh, we also got Madden NFL 24 on con- on console and PC American football sport game which usually they're a good co- nice easy completion but not this one this one is 100 plus hours, so be wary of that. Uh, February 13th, we get Resident Evil 3 on cloud console and PC. Third person shooter, survival horror, action horror, 20 to 25 hours. Uh, 
completion time for the walk, and it has a walkthrough. So if you're interested in that, on Valentine's Day, we get two, we get a perfect game called Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. I think that was on purpose. Uh, Cloud console and PC that's returning to Game Pass platformer, 40 to 50 hours. Metrovania as well. And then all the other game we get on February 14th is a little to the left on Cloud Console. It's a day one. So I'll be looking for that on Valentine's Day. If you're having a lonely Valentine's Day, you got some new games there. February 15th, we have Plate Up on Cloud Console and PC for a party game. And on February 20th, we have Return to Grace, Cloud Console and PC. Um, on Steam, it says it's an adventure game with a first-person narrative set in 60s retro sci-fi world. It's a mystery narrative where players' choice affects story branching, clue discovery, character relationships, and the game's thought-provoking conclusion. So it looks like there's a lot of interactions, and it's a, it looks like a game that could be completed in a long evening if you wanted to, but you can replay it for different experiences. So that looks interesting to me. You know I what? might check that out. Go ahead. It actually looks a little bit like Bioshock, so there you go. Oh, you man. Bioshock. This is going to be Bioshock 24 is what we're calling it. Yeah, but there's no sure. combat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the walk around yeah. parts. You'll yeah. love it. <laughs> Sounds like that other one that just came out, the cloud and sun or whatever it was. Um, all right. So leaving Game Pass, January 31st, that we have two games. First one is Opus Echo of Starsong Full Bloom Edition on Cloud Console PC. It's Play Anywhere and Cloud Touch controls. It's a puzzle adventure game, 15 to 20 hour completion with eight missables. And I've heard some divisive things in the comments on TA, so I would look. I, I would suggest looking at a, a YouTube video on that if you're interested in to see it, because I believe it's an anime game, and uh, missables make you, I believe, have to start a new playthrough from what I heard. So uh, just be wary of that. And the other game we have is Galactic Civilization Three on just Windows, strategy man- management, turn-based, hundred hour plus completion. A lot of DLC on that one as well. So. <laughs> Oh, that is check. a 4x strategy game there so that's why <laughs> and that's all that wonderful game pass news yay game pass news all right since we have our live show we want to give away some stuff so we're going to go to Hushmoose to talk about the Gamertag Challenge. All right. Last month for the Gamertag Challenge, our Gamertag was patron Westlander Joe. Uh, his wildcard game was any new achievement or previous completion in the Fallout series. Joy to the world. The bonus was wasting away again and again and again. Uh, and that was to progress further in roguelite games to earn bonus draws. So the farther you get in, the more points you get. Uh, we had 21 participants. We had 170 letters. We had 15 gamer tags spelled. Uh, 13 wild cards were uh, earned, and 102 bonuses uh, were earned as well. Uh, our high scores in the bonuses: we had a tie, Ben L72 and Carpe Adam with 15. We had Westlander Joe himself with 16, and then we had Skeller Bay maxing it out at 20 points, which was the maximum bonus. Uh, so good job. Um, I was really surprised how far people went in. It's really cool. Um, our winner 
who spelled the gamer tag and had seven bonuses, is Kronos. So, uh, congratulations. Uh, just a fun fact, if you will. Uh, our games, the uh, the roguelike games that were used the most, uh, we had a whole bunch that were tied for first. Cave Bad, Brotato, uh, because it's in Game Pass and easy. Uh, Vampire Survivors, also uh, fairly easy to get into that if you haven't started it. Dead Cells, great game. Uh, and Turnip Boy Robs a Bank, also in Game Pass recently. Uh, and then next up was Army of Ruin. Uh, kind of a vampire survivor like so those games were the most used games across everyone that did it so good job everybody uh this month our patron is stega and his wild card game <laughs> is, you want to you want to do it elf our patron you can name there you go stega there Aww. we go wild card game uh any new achievement or previous completion in the alan wake series it's worth your one bonus draw. The bonus has got to catch them all. That's an achievement for collecting all of any type collectible. Uh, so that's specifically, you know, if the achievement says collect all you know, journal entries, well, that's Thermoses. what you need to get. Uh, or if there's a series of them, you know, get 120, and that's the highest one. Uh, we'll count that one, sure. Uh, and the bonus bonus, it belongs in a museum. You have to excavate an achievement containing all of the letters S-T-E-G-A and A, they don't have to be in order. They don't have, obviously, they don't have to be side by side. Uh, but uh, we also have a little helper tool for that in the GTC channel. If you want to grab that, that's worth 10 bonus points. You can do it one time. I mean, you can do it as many times as you want. We're only going to count it once. Uh, but there you go. That is Stega, the Gamer Tag Challenge for this month. That's awesome. All right. You got one more prize to give out. And that is the patron drawing. <clears throat> so to go along with Stega, we have another video game jingle. E.L. Sock. You've won the game. <laughs> More <hope. laughs> Congratulations. 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 Thank you for the support. All right, this brings us to our final segmento recamp. Go ahead, Kushmos. In completions, Ace, who's in the chat, has reached a new milestone of 750 completed games. Vulgar Latin with 800 is tied with Retro Chief 1969, 800. Uh, Gambler has 900. Wagapel with 1,300. And Mental Knight 5, also in the chat, with 2,050 completed games. In streaks, Mental's back at it with a 100-day win streak. A Henke XD with 300 days. A Heizo in the chat with 400 days. The Drunken Monkeys with 950 days. Ben L72 with 1,050 days. And Northern Lass with 1,250 days. In Gamer Score, we got uh, Winter Muted with 200,000 Gamer Score. Sir Polygon with 600,000 Gamer Score. Michael KV with 800,000 gamer score. And Chesno has hit the nice milestone of 1 million gamer score. Congratulations. Yinga Garten with 1.2 million gamer score. Rossos Ross with 1.7 million gamer score. And Red047 with 1.9 million gamer score. All right. I don't have much to talk about this week. 
I was trying to remember what Chesno <clears throat> hit the million with. I know he told us a story. Yeah, he did it with a happy birthday. Oh, that's right. He did it on his uh, 25th birthday, and he posted a picture of uh, his muscles, but no face. <laughs> so he's just a giant muscle. And uh, Elroy interjected, saying he didn't have the energy tag on his TV, so it wasn't uh, didn't count. So he's going to have to start over. I believe that that's what he said. Congratulations to those people. Oh, and uh, Mental Night 5 is in the top 50 of the TA leaderboard for shoot 'em ups. That's it. That's the leaderboard entry. And nobody tagged me for any special brags. So you get nothing. Nada, nada surf. I'm not yeah, I remember them. <laughs> yeah, that was a. That would have been a good one-hit wonder, right, uh, Fug? So, thank you for joining us on the Twitch. If you know someone who uh, was past their bedtime and didn't watch it, tell them to watch the Twitch. We're going to try to make it more fun for you, put some videos up and stuff like that. And, of course, in the Discord, hit us up in hashtag podcast discussion all right i uh, imagine we're going to be doing some ducky races so stay tuned for that in the twitch and class is dismissed have a good one bye-bye see ya what's up ah101 this is nerdy neo and this is the first monthly summary for year three of the vayner for january 2024 there were a total of 17 completions in the month of January, and the Vayner of the Month, Monster Boy, was not the most completed Vayner. It only had one completion, and that was from Icefire TN. The most completed games were Cryo Gear and Clunky Hero, with two completions each. However, Prince of Persia Lost Crown also had two completions, but it does not yet have the Vayner genre tag yet, but I'm expecting that it'll get it at any day, so that's why I'm tracking it. Uh, despite it not being on the board yet. Awoo and Icefire had the most completions in the month with four each, and Mario had three completions. However, Icefire and Mario both did also complete Prince of Persia Lost Crown, so if that one did count, then Icefire would have five completions and Skeptical Mario would have had four. A couple of notable shout-outs, Icefire TN is now in the top ten of Vayner Gamerscore and TA globally, as well as top 20 in completed Vayners. Next up, myself, I was the 13th completion of the game Cryo Gear. After about five playthroughs due to various bugs and going back and forth with the developer <laughs> on many Twitter DMs, uh, but finally was able to pull it off and get that completion, the 13th completion, and then that was the first completion of the game in nearly two years, and then about two weeks after that, Ben L72 came in right behind me and got the 14th completion. For the stats, for TA earned in first place was a Woo with 11,945. In second place was Ice Fire with 9,964. And in third was Mario with 5,246. For Gamer Score earned in first place was Ice Fire with 5,465. In second place was Awu with 4,460, and in third was Mario with 1,750. For achievements earned, in first place was Ice Fire with 299, in 
Second place was a Woo with 148, and then in third was Mario with 95. Lastly, if you are wanting to work on the Vayner of the Month for February, it is Last Case of Benedict Fox. And if somehow you didn't hear, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night will be returning to Game Pass very shortly, next week I believe. Both the Xbox and PC versions. And if you are only going to do one, I would recommend the PC version because it almost never goes on sale, where the Xbox version goes on sale all the time. Um, but uh, yeah, look forward to that. Maybe that will be our Vayner of the Month for March. We shall see. All right, well, that does it for January. We will catch you later for the February wrap-up. Talk to you then. Thank <laughs> you.